This is Everything with Allie Levine, hosted by Hollywood mom, celebrity stylist, influencer, and Bravo reality star, Allie Levine. On this podcast, you'll get a mix of, well, literally everything, from motherhood to fashion, lifestyle to spiritual well-being, all real and raw. Allie interviews celebrities, experts, influencers, entrepreneurs, and so much more. Tune in weekly to be inspired, empowered, and entertained. Hi, loves. Welcome back to Everything with Allie Levine. I'm your host, Allie, and I have the incredible and amazing mom of three, comedy star, and podcast host, Betsy Stober. Hello. Thank you for having me on, Allie. It's a real honor. Welcome. I'm so excited to have you here. I like just love you and love everything you share. Your amazing podcast, My Mommy Drinks. I love what you do there and your mission and what you share for others. It's just amazing and empowering for so many moms. And I'm so excited to have you here today. And for those that don't know Betsy, I just want to give you a quick background about her. Betsy is an incredible, like I said, comedy, you know, she has a comedy career. She's an amazing comedian. She's with Upright Citizens Brigade in 1997. That's where she started. Serving as an improviser, an actor, a writer, director, and teacher. She's been on numerous UCB teams, including Calbot, Ice Nine, and Decoaster, and literally in a million shows, including Ask Cat, 3000, Let's Have a Ball, Hot for Teacher, Diamond Lion, Tuesday Club, and two NYC Soundtracks live shows that were directed by Amy Poehler and David Wayne. Like, no big deal. Betsy's just, you know, a little bit of a hot shot, I will say. And uh, <laughs> she's written and performed two long, huge sketch shows and had amazing comedy partners. And then she's toured all over nationally. Like, I cannot read this long bio because you guys have been here all day. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> she, she is so, you can look her up. She has so many shows. She has done so much in comedy. And from there, she had her podcast born, Why Mommy Drinks, which has over millions of downloads and is one of the top rated podcasts with Apple. I'm saying new and notable show. And I just love, like I said, what Betsy stands for, what she does. And she is hilarious. So Betsy, welcome to Everything with Allie Levine. Oh. Thank you very much. I am a hot shot. That's usually what I walk into a room saying. Uh, <laughs> I just extend my hand. Hi, I'm Betsy. I'm a hot shot. What's going you on? You should. What's up? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, you know, I just, I just love you because I think you're, you're so funny, but you're so real, which you just do such a service for moms when you do that, because it's like, we all have to laugh at our shit. We all have to just, you know, especially right now in 2020, it's like, Hey, just laugh about it. Cause if not, you're going to cry about it. You might cry and laugh. I do both, you know? For <laughs> real. Becoming a parent was one of the most isolating things that had ever happened to me. I, I don't know. I don't know why it's so isolating, but it oftentimes feels like, oh, I'm a great big mess and everyone else has it together, especially with social media, with Pinterest, with Instagram. Um, so I'm, I'm right there just reminding everyone that like, we're all a hot mess and it's okay. And sometimes you might have it together and a lot of times you won't and, and that's all right because you're doing your best. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. You're doing your best. And I, I love that. I love your message. And oh my God, like I'm so with you. Like some days I'll look at myself when I post for social and I'm like, oh, today you got it together. And like, you look cute. Other days you're just a hot mess. Oh, well, it is what it is. Like, <laughs> oh, get that content out there, girl. You know, it's like, oh my God. And it's so funny because like today I posted, you know, my like six months postpartum body and I like debated. I did like the dance like all day. I'm like, do I post it? Do I post it? Do I post it? 
And I was like, oh gosh, I don't like how I look. No, this, no, no makeup, the whole nine yards. And I posted it and it's like, the comments are out of control. It's like, oh my God, I love that you're sharing your body like this. Oh my God, you, you know, like, thank you so much because I had this hard day today. And it's so funny because I feel like as moms, we do so much more of like the dance and the questioning and the behind the scenes of like, well, do I share that? And I look really bad today. And I feel like this and blah, blah, blah. And then another mom looks at you and they're like, uh, thank you. Yes. Yes. And more often than not, they don't see what we see. Yes. They see a beautiful mother who is like celebrating herself. They don't see all of the terrible things we say to ourselves in our heads about the way we look and the way our bodies have changed, you know? It's It's so true. I mean, and it's so funny, right? Because it's like, we all like for the most part live you know in the social space and it is hard you're constantly comparing and if you don't want to and and scrolling and looking and oh look at how put together they are today or look at this family oh my gosh they have like six kids and somehow they all have a magical picture together and i have (laughs) two and my husband and i'm like oh my god can we smile in one please like it's just like oh my gosh this year for our holiday photo i think we're just gonna have a friend draw a picture of us but we have to send her a picture of us to draw from and I haven't even gotten that together <laughs> I don't know if we're gonna have cards I always just do New Year's cards because I, I know I can't get it out beforehand oh uh, please I gave up like I legit like let go of that like uh, I think when, I, when Amelia was first born because like I love my mom to death but she's so good about that and she's always on time and early and has that like ready to go back in like October, early November, like, oh, this is the fan picture. This is what I have. This is what's going out. Gets beautiful cards, figures it all and sends it out. And I'm like, good for you. That's amazing. Me, I, I try so hard and it just doesn't happen. It's like, even this year, like as much as 2020 has been a shit show, I was like, okay, I'm going to take this time to like actually have family photos. We have a photo of the four of us professionally and not just always on my stupid Instagram and like, (laughs) and like always off my phone, you know? And so I'm like, I'm going to have a photographer outside, shoot a social distance, blah, blah, blah. And the whole thing. And we do everything. And it's like, you know, like photos are like coming back, like finally. And I'm like, I don't have time. I have a million things to do. Like now I'm together and I'm like, oh, well, it'll be out in 2021 is what it is. Like, you know, it's hilarious. I've done that too, where I had, I did all of the stuff and then I had the pictures and then I was like, fuck it. I can't. (laughs) (laughs) but you have to right like that's like mom life it's like you got to figure out and like pick your like battles with yourself almost like not even like the outside like with yourself and just be like all right well I just can't handle that pressure today or like 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 we were saying before we got on like grace like it's just like oh well it didn't work out to plan so next thing and I think that's where a lot of us like majorly struggle as moms is like not only when you like lose yourself when you like first become a mom and are trying to like figure out everything but then you're like oh my gosh and then there's all these standards I'm supposed to hold myself to but who the frick made those standards like seriously for real I honestly like those standards came around in uh I want I want to in let's break that down for a second like those standards came into play when uh possibly women didn't have jobs uh when there was a whole neighborhood and a big extended family that you could count on when you could you know beat your children into submission when you know uh and the patriarchy was you know alive and well and everyone was hiding who they truly were so like let's just be honest sometimes you know, we're all faulty humans we're all doing our best and like you said, yeah, you just got to choose your battles. We, not everyone has it together all the time. And it's exhausting to pretend like we do. Uh, amen. I mean, it's, 
it, it, it is so, you know, it's so true. And I think that like being able to even just say that out loud gives other moms that grace and that empowerment to feel the same because we're all just doing our best. We're all hot messes. Like I was telling you before we started recording, like I have a million things going on today and are we starting to tea that I'm trying to do this and I'm trying to do that. And it's like, it is what it is. Plus 2020. <laughs> oh yeah. My husband has a saying, he calls it, uh, in, in 2020 adjusted terms, which I think is a great way of putting things. So someone will say, how are you? And he's like, well, in 2020 adjusted terms, I'm doing okay. Um, but yeah, you always have to take that into consideration because it's a total shit show. Oh, I love that. I might steal that. I mean, it's so true. It's like, it's just like, it's 2020, anything goes, you know, it's like, like I have to share this because this is funny. When, when Betsy sent me over her bio, I saw the link said like something with Illuminati when it was like putting the link and when I saw it I was like Betsy that's it Illuminati and she's like well it's part of the improv link thing it's not obviously and I was like no I know but I had to do a double take but that's like 2020 right now like everything just goes you're like all right whatever yeah yeah I mean it, yeah 2020 has broken me down so much that I've joined the Illuminati I'm in a cult let's all just be cool about it no, I, no, I, my husband and I and, and some friends of ours, we created an improv school called Illuminati Improv. And because uh, we've been with the UCB, the Upright Citizens Brigade for over 20 years, and I've been teaching over there for over 20 years. And um, it's a great place. And I love what we do at UCB. But it's also very competitive and people, you know, come there to be the best. And uh, we wanted to create Illuminati Improv for people who simply want to try something new and have fun and meet fun new people and not necessarily take a class with like a 20 year old who's like I'm gonna be the next you know some big star on Saturday Night Live so yeah I love it I love it well and so because you are so real and so amazing about you know motherhood and all the struggles but add comedy to everything that's how you know your amazing podcast why mommy drinks has done so well and has millions millions of downloads i mean talk to us about that how was that you know born and like it's become such an incredible show i want you to share that thank you well first of all when i had my kids i was the only one really uh of my friend group that had had kids. So I felt very alone. And when I looked out into the world of podcasting or even just on social media and stuff, I really didn't see myself reflected there. I saw a lot of very polished people who seemed to have it together. And, uh, and I, yeah, I just couldn't see myself. So anyway, one day I, I took all three of my kids to a sporting goods store to get uh, like soccer cleats and shin guards. And I never did soccer. I never, I didn't know what I was getting. I didn't know how to do it. And I took my three kids in there and they were like, they were like a hurricane. They were pulling balls out of boxes and like throwing them at customers. They were picking up the free weights. They were walking around pretending to work out. They were throwing them. And the whole time I'm trying to like find someone to help me because I don't know what I'm trying to buy. And it was just by the time I left, I was just like this just sweaty, upset mess. And I, I just felt so overwhelmed and so defeated by that whole entire thing. But also I was able to sort of look at it and be like, oh my God, like what, an, what an insane circus my, my life is. So I wrote this whole long rant on my, uh, on my like online mom groups uh, site and my friend Amanda Allen 
uh, wrote back. She was like, let's make a, we should make a podcast because that's totally my life too. Like you just have to sit back and laugh because she has, she has a now 10 year old and she has seven year old twins. And so when we started the show, she had like twin toddlers and another little kid. And um, she has, yeah, she since had to leave the show either. It might be temporary. It might be permanent, but um, just cause you know, it, cause 2020, uh, but, but I'm still trucking. And the main thing is that we just, our, our job is to not give advice or anything. Our job is cause you know, we all have advice coming out of our ears. Uh, no one needs any more advice. No one needs to be told any more other ways, like what they're Amen. doing is wrong or needs to be better. But we just wanted to make a show in a space where it was like, Hey, no matter how, polished and put together you are everyone's kind of a mess and everyone's you know parenting uh home life is a a shit show and that's okay and that's normal and you're doing a great job yes 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 and thank you so much for reminding myself and all of us of that because it's so true it's like we are all doing the best we can, whether you have one, two, three, four, it doesn't matter, multiples, like we are all doing our best. We are all making things happen, especially right now in 2020. And I do love that about your show. Like you listen to your show and you just can't help but smile, laugh, cry, like feel everything the other guest is feeling and just be a part of it. And that's really, in my opinion, like that's been for me, the best part of motherhood is finding those women who are like that are like that my tribe for me so that I can have those moments. Yes. Your tribe. That's exactly right. You have to find, cause it's hard sometimes, you know, when you, before you have kids, you gravitate towards people that you have things in common with or, but after you have kids, you oftentimes gravitate towards just other people that have kids, your kid's age. So you, it's sometimes hard to find the people that you truly connect with on a deeper level. Yes. Oh my gosh. And it's almost sometimes like, I don't know about you, Betsy, but like for me, it was kind of like dating. It was like, I would hang out yes. with the moms and I would think that they were like, so for me. And then I'd start like hanging out with them and they had to like be perfect with everything. And I was like, Oh, never mind. This would have worked when I didn't have kids. Like, you know, it was like, like, I love them for like certain ways that they did things and whatever. But then like, when it came to like them always having to be like on point and glam, it was funny because that's who I was before my girls. And I like <laughs> loved being that way. We talked about this on your show. And so, you know, and then it was like, fast forward to them. And it was like, haha, I can't get my shit together is what it is. Like literally trying to do my lipstick while hanging off the nipple breastfeeding. Like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. And you need to have a friend around who's like, right. High five. Here's a glass of wine instead of like, Oh, what's wrong with you and making you feel bad. Yeah. Um, I agree. It was like dating. I remember when my, when my firstborn was really little, I would sometimes, if I saw a cool mom at the playground, I would give her my like email address. And it was like, I was trying to pick someone up at a bar. It was ridiculous. I love it. I mean, Hey, like, you know, (laughs) at least you did that for them. You know, I think it's so important that like moms reach out like that. And, you know, even if they don't, say anything like or reach out to you it's like you still reached out you still did that and I think that there is such a thing as like actual mom karma and like helping you know each other out and all that because like I've been you know back before crazy 2020 like I would be walking you know a target a terje and you know I'd see a mom and she'd be in the corner you know literally looking like she's crying and trying to figure things out and I would look at her and I'd be like 
you're doing a great job. And she, and she would just like stare at me with like her eyes so big, like, holy crap. Like, what did you just say to me? And, you know, and I just smile and walk away, but it's like, you know, you had an impact. 100%. I think, I mean, hopefully we've all had a situation like that, that I've had a situation like that. I remember my, uh, my kids were really little. I had to bring the littlest one home to take a nap and my oldest would not get into the, he like wouldn't get off the swing and get into his uh, stroller. And I was like really upset. And I remember I was a little too rough kind of putting him into the stroller and this mom came out of nowhere like a, like a fucking angel. Uh, she was just like, hey, um, it's really hard when they're little like this, huh? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, uh, she said something like, I know it's hard and you're doing, and like, you're doing a good job. And then she, she just, I think I was kind of like, Ugh. but later I was like, gosh, she really came to me in a moment that I needed another person just to be like, hey, I see you and it's okay. Uh, and best as well as try to be someone who is uh, reminding us that we're we're doing we're doing okay. Yes. Oh my gosh. So so true. And and just so beautifully said because you know it, it is true. It's like especially when they're little. I mean, I, everyone told me obviously it's hard at every stage. Like my one girlfriend has you know much much older four kids and she was telling me the other day when we went on a walk she's like little kids little problems big kids big problems you know and oh. uh, <laughs> I'm like it makes sense like I get it and I'm obviously only in the little stage but like it's intense you know it's like you're 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 literally helping these two little ones thrive and survive and especially the littlest one and it's like a lot of pressure and it is a lot of like oh my gosh is this ever going to, you know, somewhat find a flow? And the answer is kind of like, no, it's like, <laughs> this, is, this is parenthood. This is mother. And I think that this year, to be honest, Betsy, 2020, as much as it's been a shit show, in a way, for me, it's kind of been like a blessing. I know people are be like, what the fuck? But I really do like, <laughs> um, I really do feel that way in a lot of ways because I feel like I've gotten to really like, hone in on and allow myself to like actually transition to being a mom of two and like actually take in the fact that I am a mom of two and like what that looks like and that it's not going to look like what I thought it was going to but that's okay and just like learn how to roll with it and if there's anything for me that 2020 has taught me is to learn how to roll yeah yeah I think a big transition into parenthood for a lot of us is just learning to like let go and go with the flow and be okay with the chaos of it all and not be in control, which is hard, I, I can say for myself. Um, yeah, this year has been a strange gift to be with my kids so much. It doesn't always feel like a gift, <laughs> <laughs> but it has been, it has been nice because up until now, a lot of motherhood was just driving kids to places and uh, trying to meet outside expectations. And this year has been, it's been a lot of realizing that the important thing is my own expectations and my kids' expectations and, and the rest of it is optional. 
Right. See, and I love that you said that like a strange gift. It's true. But I love love that you said like, it's optional. Like I was saying that to my girlfriends the other day when we were taking a walk, I was like, you know, when life comes back, because it eventually will, when life comes back and things are, you know, whatever they are, you know, people are going to have their schedules start to get packed again. Things are going to kind of ramp up. And I am really going to try to be so intentional about actually not allowing all that into my space. When I look at how much I used to cram into my day and how you were just saying about like pickups and drop-offs and do this and do that. It's like that system, as much as we all did it as on a hamster wheel, it really didn't work or serve any of us. Yeah. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. It really didn't serve us. We kind of did it out of obligation or a sense of what we thought we should be doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's true. I mean, I've been having a lot of those like, like <laughs> aha moments, you know, <laughs> I laugh at myself because it's like, you know, like I'll be like, well, I'm in the tub having a glass of wine or like whatever. But it's like, I, I sit there and I'm like, wow, even me, we talked about this on your show, how like after I had Amelia, I like ran to a red carpet, like a psycho and like threw my <laughs> you know, heels on five inches and trying to nurse and get on the carpet and do all the things and go into postpartum depression and blah, blah, blah. And I thought about it and I was like, wow, because in my mind, that's what I was supposed to do. Right. That was the expectation that others had of me. Yes. And I think sometimes for, I can say for myself, the more I try to meet or exceed those kinds of expectations, what I'm realizing is that I'm making it harder. I'm like perpetuating that for other women. And if I can have the strength to be like, no, this is stupid. I'm not going to do that. Or I'm, I'm going to do it a different way. It makes it better for other women and other moms uh, instead of just like, yep, I've got it all together. I'm, I'm a mom with a kid in a stroller and high heels, you know, that <laughs> um, <laughs> it's okay to be like, nope, I'm, I'm not doing some of those things because my life is different now. And, and that's, what's up. Amen. And oh my gosh, I'm getting like chills and I sound so like, woo, being California, but it's four, four, four. And I'm like, okay, well, those are angel numbers. And you just said that for a reason. <laughs> You know, but like, did you say angel numbers? Yeah. Oh my God. Do I, do I have to like go into a whole thing about this for you? Oh my God. Okay. Maybe later, later. Tell me what angel numbers are. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm going to like blow your mind. You're going to, you're either going to be like, okay, she's still mom tribe or she's not my tribe anymore. (laughs) She's crazy tribe. I love it. But basically, like, like a quick thing is like when you see like any like double or triple, like four, 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 two, 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 three, 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 eleven, 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 any of those, and you can Google like a basic meaning, but any of those are basically like angel numbers, either affirming something, confirming something, like pushing something out into the universe. So I'll have to look up what four, 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 I'll do it around here, but four, four, four is because it was something you said just struck a chord. (laughs) <laughs> it's like everything it's just all the opposite of 666 is that essentially the idea <laughs> yeah basically basically <laughs> I love it I love it but I mean it's so true like what you were saying with expectations like can we talk about that like I was telling you inventing to you before we got on recording that like you know I was trying so hard to have my Christmas cards ready to go this year and like actually be uh, somewhat on time being that I am at home and like 2020 has given us a little bit more of a pause, so to say, and be like, okay, um, get things done. I'm actually going to do a photo shoot the family of four because it was our first year of the family of four. And like 
have a photographer social distance outside and blah 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 all the things and got everything together and even got figured out outfits and like the whole thing even so much so that like the matching outfit that didn't make it to the house in time I like drove out to the designer and picked up another one like that's how great wow (laughs) you were determined (laughs) I was determined but now the joke's on me because it's like oh it's you know beginning of December and like did you get your cards together to go out for Christmas oh no Well, first of all, you still have plenty of time. You know, uh, my, my uh, Amanda Allen, who I was doing uh, Why Mommy Drinks with, she, she likes to say stuff like, well, maybe you'll just send out a Valentine's Day card. So there you go. Maybe, maybe everyone will just be delighted by their St. Patrick's Day card this year, Allie. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) Anything goes from 2020. I feel like that's going to continue in 2021. I laugh when everyone's like, oh, I can't wait for 2021. I'm like, really? Because how much do you think is really going to change in 30, 60 days or so? Oh, no, Allie. No, I think we're all expecting a huge transport. It's going to be like Freaky Friday. Like everything's just going to be like, woo. And then it'll (laughs) all be totally different. Yeah. Right. I mean, sure. Yeah. I won't. I won't. I won't, I won't burst that bubble. <laughs> I mean, oh just keep going, my friend. Just keep going. Uh, you know. But I, like, seriously, I I love that you talked about expectations because it's so true. It's like, who the hell like created all the expectations where we feel like as moms, like we have to do everything and then then some. Yeah. When I discovered, or like when someone hipped me to the idea of the mental load that women carry, that really blew my mind because I had no idea what that was until someone pointed it out to me that like moms, wives, women carry an outsized sort of load of things that we have to remember that we're expected to remember and keep in mind at all times you know, like how much toilet paper you have in your house. I would say for most women that if you don't keep track of that, your house will not have toilet paper, for example, (laughs) right? Um, But like, so you add that up, but there's like a thousand things like that. And it'll be expectations like sending your mother-in-law flowers for Mother's Day, you know, that sort of stuff that we take that on. And no matter what we have to do it's always like a plate that's spinning in the background and if they crash like we don't want to you know we're afraid we'll be like in trouble or bad um so once i learned like oh that's why i'm so tired all the time or like that's why i feel so invisible it's because i'm doing all these invisible things that no one thinks of because i'm thinking of it all um and uh so now i try to make my husband do more stuff like that you know. Oh my gosh, I love that. And it's true. I mean, it's like you don't realize how much you do put on yourself. And it's true on the mental load. And like when you hear, you know, oh, if you can't pour out of an empty cup, you're like, okay, okay. But then when you actually think about it, you're like, oh shit, I am empty. Like I need to be refilled. <laughs> like, yes. It's so true. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Um, I finally had to just make it right before the pandemic. I said to my husband, your job, you have to do all the dishes now. I'm not doing them anymore because I can't do everything I'm doing plus that. And uh, I feel bad because now that the pandemic hit, we're like all home all the time, eating all the time. And there are so many dirty dishes. (laughs) And, but when I feel bad about it, I'm like, yeah, but 
you know, I don't think he's ever had to make our bed or change any towels in this house or he doesn't do any laundry. Uh, you know, he doesn't have to worry about, we got to buy more rinse aid for the dishwasher. Like, you know, just all that stupid little minutia. Right. Totally. Yeah. Well, okay. So when you were saying that you like went to your husband, like, so for moms that are listening, there may be new moms or, you know, don't have, feel like they know how to have those conversations with partners. Like, how did you approach that and realize that like, that was something that like you needed to take off of your list in order to create more sanity in your personal life? That is such a good question. How did I come to that? I mean, I definitely felt like I, I could never get ahead. And I still feel this way to some extent, but I felt like with all of the day-to-day things that I had to do um, around the house, it didn't give me any space for myself or doing anything more or additional. So that if I wanted to, I don't know what, organize the shed or make Christmas cards, I just didn't have the bandwidth for that because as soon as I was able to complete our day-to-day tasks, I was like fucking done. And so I realized like, you know what, I'm, I'm doing all of this stuff. My husband can do some of it. And anytime I feel bad, I just, you know, I, every now and then I'll help him. But I just remember like, I'm doing a lot of stuff here and it's, it's okay to ask your partner to do their share. You know, one thing that helps me, and I don't know if this is true in everyone's relationship, but I know in my marriage, I know that my husband wants me to be happy and he wants, you know, happy wife, happy life. Um, And he wants to please me. Ultimately, he's my partner. He wants he wants me to be happy. And uh, I think, you know, sometimes men, heterosexual men, are not the best at intuiting what women need and want. And we oftentimes want them to know, like, magically what we need and want and to offer, but they just kind of can't. And it's okay to just say, this is what I need and this is what I want and I need you to do this. And I would say, I know for me, more often than not, he, he may not like it, but he's grateful that I am uh, verbalizing to him what he can do that would please me. Does that make sense? Totally makes sense. And I, I really appreciate that you shared that because I think that, you know, that's a really simple, but sometimes kind of, I guess I would say challenging or daunting for us to like get the courage up just to say what we need because of course us as women at least I think you and me and many women kind of do the dance and kind of are like okay well what do I really need and like what can I just like not bother like talking about I'll just like figure it out on my own like whatever and you don't realize that you drown yourself that way and like I've done the same and it's true it's like most heterosexual men same as my husband like they don't know and they don't pick up on things and they don't like that's just not how they're you know created it's just not no And so, I mean, hence the book, men are from Mars, women are from Venus. Like, it's true. Like, you know, it's like, we we think of things so differently. And they're not like, you know, culturally brought up that way. That's how women are brought up. We are brought up to like, oh, what what do other people need? Or like, don't get in other people's way or like be helpful and, you know, be pleasant. And that's not necessarily how they're brought up, which it's not their fault, but you know, ultimately your, your husband wants you to be happy. 
I know that a lot of times I hear women and again, like easier, easier said, like, I don't, I don't walk a, a mile in everyone else's uh, shoes, but sometimes I'll hear women say like, oh, my husband does this, 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 or he does this and I don't like it. And it's like, well, sometimes he just does that because he, he, there's no like repercussion. Like you're not saying, hey, I don't like this. Um, even if he may think you don't, but sometimes there's something to be said for just saying like, hey, this is what I need. This is what I want. Here's what I don't like. And then give them the ability to like fix that, rectify that, make it better. Yes. Oh my gosh. So, so true. And, you know, I agree with you. It's like just being able, even if they don't necessarily want to hear it, just being able to communicate it and like share it so that they know, because let's be real again, like most at least, or people I know, it's like, okay, you say something and it's like, they may listen, they may not. And they really may not take it in like straight up. And then it's like, when you really voice it and you're like, no, this is what I actually need. And that's what I've learned is like, you know, when I really need it, I'll turn to Justin and say, you know, I really need 10 minutes today. I really need to be able to do, you know, my meditation today because I'm losing my shit. Like, I really need to be able to do this. I really need 10 minutes to go take this. You know what? This morning, I need you to take the girls. I did that last weekend. I was like, I, I know you're golfing because you have a golf tournament, but like before your tournament, I need you to get up early take the girls and I'm going in the bath and like, I am going to disappear for an hour before you go and do what you have to do. And he did. And it was like so perfect. And I was so happy. I got that time. But like, I feel like I've learned that and grown as a mom of two. I don't feel like I had the strength or even like the thought in my mind to ask for that when I was a new mom. Yes, 100%. And you can 100% guarantee that 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 action made you a better mom in that moment and it made you a better wife in that moment right oh absolutely oh i was like a changed person yeah <laughs> i went so from like monster mommy to like oh hi everyone <laughs> so like my husband may not like unloading and loading the dishwasher but i think he does understand that because he does that I'm, I'm able to be a, a kinder, more supportive partner and a, and a better mom overall, because it's one thing that's just not on my plate. Yeah. It's hard to take though. I think I, for a lot of times for me, I often think, well, would my husband feel bad for like saying, like wanting this or needing this? And more often than not, no. So no, they wouldn't at all. They, they like, as, as much as they love us, men don't think like that. It's like, they have a thought. I want to do this. So I'm going to do it. It's not, yeah. it, it's not like us where we go through in our mind. Okay. I have to think this and then move that around. This has to happen. It, that doesn't happen. It's literally like, I want to do this and then I'm going to do this. And maybe it's, I want to do this. So I need to check with the wife and then, okay, cool. I'm going to do this. There is no like all over the place, crazy plan. Like we do to ourselves with every yes. single thing we do in a day. Yeah. When I want to go out with my girlfriends at night, like I often will be like, is it okay if I do this on this? Like he, he doesn't, he's not like, can I please go out with Dan? You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> uh, when we had babies, I found myself uh, oftentimes being like, is it okay if I go use the bathroom? Which is crazy. <laughs> I mean, he never asks me, never in my, our life has he ever asked me if, if it's okay for him to use the bathroom. And I think once I realized I was doing stuff like that, I was like, this is nuts. I have to stop. 
Yeah. But thank you for saying that because it's so true. I've done the same. Like yes. I with Amelia, I was like, I would just like to go pee and like maybe wash my face. Like, <laughs> is that okay? Does that work with your schedule? <laughs> right. You know, but it's like, I think it's just so funny. You laugh now, right? As moms and like, and now you're a mom of three and a mom of two. And you start to like realize like how silly those things were. But I think like for anyone that's listening as a new mom or mom to be, it's like really take away from this that like you have to communicate to your partner or to your support or whoever it may be of like what you need, even if you feel silly doing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And not just what you need, but sometimes what you want. Yes. Because they won't be shy about it. So why should you be? Oh my God. Amen. So true. So true. (laughs) Let's see, like we're in 2020, obviously. And so, you know, with that being said, how do you, (laughs) how do you, (laughs) I feel like this is a loaded question. How do you personally like choose to be able to like handle creating that kind of space for yourself and asking for those moments, though they might be small and in between because you are all so close together, like the rest of us, like what does that look like for you now? And what, and what do you personally do? Mm, that is a challenge. It is a challenge because before, yeah, before pandemic and lockdown and all of that, I would, you know, maybe go get a massage or a pedicure or, you know, um, and those avenues aren't really available anymore. So, and I can't say that I do the most healthy things for me, um, you know, I, I was pretty good at taking a walk every day, but that's gone by the wayside. Uh, let me think. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I am spoiled. My husband will oftentimes, he'll let me sleep if I, if I've been having trouble sleeping. Um, and it's been hard because my, uh, (laughs) our work schedules are such that really one of us has to be watching the kids all the time and making sure they're like in school and stuff. And one of us can be working. So we're constantly trying to navigate that push pull of like who needs to work and who needs time to just be by themselves and stuff. Oh, Allie, this is all to say, I don't know. I feel like I'm, I've been massively failing uh, on a large scale in terms of taking time for myself in any sort of productive way. uh, Except that, uh, I have been taking a lot of naps this year. Hey, I mean, sleep is freaking golden. I mean, (laughs) rest is productive, you know? Um, I've had to tell myself that too. There are times where I go to bed at nine o'clock and I'm like, I used to stay up every night and do everything. And I still do stay up a lot of nights and work, but there's some nights where I'm like, it's nine o'clock and I'm like, I'm going to bed. And I laugh at myself and I'm like, but I freaking need this rest, you know? And if that's your time to get to do you and be by yourself, well then like, so be it. And thanks for being real about that. Because I think a lot of times too, right now, like even I've seen on social, like so many people and moms, especially are posting, are like, make sure you still create that self-care space. And it's like, where the hell are you finding room for that? Like, Yeah. <laughs> like what space? Yeah. It's very hard to find right now. I'm never alone. <laughs> I'm never alone. And I'm either with my kids, like working with them on stuff, or I'm doing my own actual work or I'm trying to like clean and get us out of this <laughs> pigsty as my mom would say. Um, so yeah, 2020 has been a real struggle in terms of self care and I, uh, I'm still dealing with that. Have you found some, some ways to do that? 
Well, okay. So I told you last weekend, like I asked Justin to take the girls in the morning so I could get in the bath. That was heavenly. And I will say, I put like my F off bath palm. That's actually the name of it. Like fuck off and put it in the bathtub. Like <laughs> use that for my aroma for the day to get in the tub. Like turned on my, you know, meditation in my ears and just kind of zoned out for an hour in the tub. And that was heaven. And I felt like, honestly, it like re-energized and reduced me for like now all this week because I feel so much more like clear headed and just like in more in my zone and not feel as chaotic and all over the place. And so that was definitely necessary, but it does not happen that often. So it was needed. And then I would say like, you know, um, at night when I do do my work in my office, I will like shut the door and kind of go into my own zone and know like, this is my space. And like, whether I'm working and creating content or doing my blog or emails or it may be. Sometimes I will honestly just like turn on music and jam out in my office and like just mm. listen to music and just jam out and have fun to it for like no reason, but just, just to feel good. Or like, you know, it was funny yesterday. I was like going to my fridge to get baby food for Arlie because she just started solids. And I was like, Ooh, I forgot. I put my jade roller in here because mom brain and I put it in there for it to be cold. And so like, as mm. I'm eating her baby food, I'm rolling my face. So I'm like, well, <laughs> No, it's not ideal, but um, at least I was doing something for myself. It's something. Yes, I love that. Something. I mean, I think like I sometimes will do like Justin will laugh at me because I'll be like walking around the house with like eye mask gels on or like full blown face. And he's like, what do you have on? I'm like a sheet mask. It's working my face. Okay. <laughs> like I don't know what to tell you. This is my self care today. Leave me alone. I. That actually reminded me, Allie, I did a little bit of self-care recently, but I fr I've forgotten to keep doing it and it was really good and important. I was feeling happy, so I played music when I was making pancakes on the weekend. <laughs> and I never play music because my kid, I love jazz and my kids hate jazz and they loudly complain whenever I play it. And so I just got beaten down by it and I was like, fine, I just don't listen to music. Uh, and so I played music and I think they saw that it made me happy. And so, uh, I was able to be a better, better parent because I felt happy listening to music that made me happy. And it made me feel good too. Cause I was sharing the thing that I liked. I need to remember to play more music out loud because it makes me feel good and it forces them to listen to the things I like. <laughs> I love it. It's like a win-win, right? You're like, you must listen to what I like and I'm happy right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're learning. Learn something. I love it. See, that was your self-care reminder. I was like, hey, do another little mask, listen to your jazz and like go to your happy place. Yeah. Thank you. That was a good reminder. Very helpful. Yeah. I mean, but like, don't you feel like sometimes that's like what we all kind of serve each other as like moms, like mom tribe when you really find your people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're not there, like obviously, like you said, like to judge. They're not there to like technically give you quote unquote tips, but it's just like just sharing. And it's like, oh, aha moment. Like I should do that too. Or like, oh, you just reminded me I did something like that and I actually felt good. Oh, maybe I should do that. It's been like six months, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's important to have those people in your life who are like cheering you on, on the sidelines. Cause it's so easy, you know, especially with social media and stuff, it's easy to think, oh, everyone's out. Everyone else is like achieving things and doing things 
well and I suck and I'm not doing anything and I should be writing a book in the pandemic and (laughs) and it's good to have those friends you know cheering you on who are like no you're doing this 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 and like you're doing amazing um we're not always the best cheerleaders for ourselves I know I'm not so yeah it's good to have those your your mom tribe there especially just reminding you that you're you're doing a great job Amen. And uh, yeah, I laughed too at the book. I love when people are like, oh my gosh, during this time, I wrote a book. I wrote a script. I, I'm like, I wow. survived. I survived. <laughs> you know? yeah. do, do those people have children? <laughs> I mean, it's just, you know, it's crazy. But it's like, again, remind yourself that like, it doesn't like Betsy said, it doesn't look like what you see on social media. Most people, it does not. And what you're getting, obviously, as we all say, is a highlight reel, but like, it is so true. It really is a highlight reel. And you really have to remind yourself of that when you're throwing yourself all over the place, even myself, I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't do this today. And that didn't happen. And that didn't happen. It's like, remember that we're all living our real lives as moms, regardless of what you see online. Yeah, you're right. A highlight reel is a really good way of, of thinking about it. I've never thought about it like that. Well, think about it, right? Like even me, I like, like I try so hard. Like I work really hard at being as vulnerable as I possibly can be without losing my mind on social (laughs) (laughs) and dealing with so many trolls. But like, I try as much as I can be not only to help myself like heal and work through things and release, but to serve others and all that. And, you know, I think about it when I share and I'm like, you know, I look at my grid and I'm like, even so, even though I post some really raw photos and really raw moments, my feed still looks pretty. And it just isn't that pretty in my home, you know? <laughs> Seriously, you know? I love it. Yes. Yes. I mean, you know, I mean, like, just like I, I, we were talking before we got on and you were telling me that you tried to take a cute photo. What was it happened? With your kids and, and, and when you're- Oh, yeah. I tried to take a photo of them in front of the Christmas tree. And, and I took 20, like 20 photos and none of them were good because they were all looking insane. <laughs> the struggle is so real. Like, it's so stupid. Oh my God. You know what else? I'm an idiot because I never taught them how to pose for photos. Because I was like, you know what? When we were growing up, everyone was like, say cheese. And they taught us to pretend to be happy. And so I was like, <laughs> I'm a cool mom. I'm not going to teach my kids how to pretend, like feign happiness. If they want to smile in a photo, they can. And that has come back to bite me so hard, Allie. Because now my children do not know how to pose for photos. And they'll never be models. <sighs> Ah, <laughs> oh, well, you know. <laughs> well, okay, so maybe they won't be. It's never too late. I mean, <laughs> it, it is 2020. Anything can happen. So you really want to get on that, go ahead. <laughs> oh, Allie, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> it broke up on my end. I hear you. Oh, I said. <laughs> oh, there you go. Okay. I said it, you know, it's 2020, anything can happen. So if you really want to create, you know, three beautiful boy models, knock yourself out. (laughs) All the time in the world. So like, go ahead. (laughs) You know what? I I don't need models. I just need uh, three people to look at my phone uh, for one second and maybe try to look like they're kind of happy. 
you know, it's so funny because like when I'll like have my husband, Justin, help me with sometimes my content and getting a photo of the girls. And like, I used to like always be like, Amelia, 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 you know, my toddler, like, look here, look here, look here. And now I just gave up. Justin's like, Amelia, Amelia, I'm like, just, just make sure I'm looking and make sure Arlie, the baby is looking like Amelia can be running around, looking her way, <laughs> turning her head. I don't care. She's a toddler. She just doesn't want to stay still. Just get her in the photo. Doesn't matter what she's doing. <laughs> as long as she's not like doing something inappropriate, like just get the photo. <laughs> it's like, oh I'm my God. up, given do, up. Do we all do this? Because anytime we take like Christmas photos or whatever, um, everyone, yeah, is going bonkers and like running around and I'll talk to them as I'm smiling, looking at the camera. And if my husband looks at them and away from the camera, I'll be like, Ari, just look at the camera and smile. Uh, because I know that, yeah, they're going to look crazy no matter what, but at least, at least we have two adults that look normal. I don't know. Maybe. That's <laughs> I know. <laughs> I totally know what you're saying. And I mean, it's true. And it's funny. Cause like, so many times too, like I'll, I'll realize also like I'm looking at the girls to like try to tell them to smile. And Justin's like, I'm snapping and you're not looking. And I'm like, oh, I'm trying to get the girls to smile. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So now I'm just a psycho who like looks at the camera smiling and I'm like, look at the camera, look at the camera. Hey. <laughs> right it's like we all need to like have on like recording like how horrible we sound doing that. look at the camera look at the camera smile look at the camera look over here look over here <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> uh, oh i'm crying oh that's so true it's like the struggle is so real and so anyone listening just know like no matter what it is you're going through whether you're trying to take family photos you're having a really hard time adjusting to being a mom or, you know, whatever else is going on with you from the, you know, the small to the largest thing, just know, like, we are all feeling it. We are all mm. really, truly in this together, regardless of 2020. Like, motherhood is a whole new club. <laughs> Amen. Right? It's like, yes. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I don't know how else to say it because it's just like, it's just, it's always a shit show no matter what you do and I think like Betsy said in the beginning of the show really letting go of those expectations really like allowing yourself to have that grace and say I'm going to just do what I need to do and I'm going to let go of the rest of the fluff and the weight because I think when we all try to truly do it all that's when we suffer yes yeah and we only have one go around you know that's right last that, I checked that, that we know of yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you but might I, as well be, you know, as happy as you can be. And, and, and if, if the people around you are happy, you're probably going to be happy and they'll be happier if you're happier. Oh, so I'm not, true. I'm not drunk. I swear. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true though. It's like you said, happy wife equals happy life and <laughs> happy mom equals happy family. Like it really is. It's like, you know, it all centers around that. And it's just, it's so important to remember that and to remember how important, like in seriousness, your happiness is like how Betsy said, like, she was like, Hey, hubby, <laughs> you got to take on the dishes because like, I've got too much going on. And like, she gave herself that permission and grace to say, I am taking this off my pile. I'm taking this off my task. This is not making me happy. Not that dishes make anybody happy, but <laughs> <laughs> my husband is so happy doing dishes. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. What a good man. I mean, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. I should also say he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> he, he accepted it with grace. He was not happy, but he understood and he, he was okay with it. 
hey, he's still doing them in 2020. I give him that. Yeah. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Every time I look at my sink, I'm like, oh, more dishes. Oh, oh God. Where do they come from? Yeah, Where do they exactly. come from? Where do they come from? Because I have two little ones. It's not like I have like your household of three like thriving boys. Like I have a baby who feeds off the boob and now solid baby food. And then Amelia, who literally is soup to nuts, eats all day long. I don't know how she is hungry so often. <laughs> it is seriously, Betsy. I am like, do you have a tapeworm? Like, what, what the hell? Like, why? Do you eat all day? Like today, let me let me just break it down. So today yeah. we had oatmeal for breakfast. Then she wanted apples. Then after apples, she wanted to have one of her once upon a farm packs. Then after her pack, she wanted to have more apples. Then she sat on the couch and was like, Mom, I'm hungry for a sandwich. And I'm like, Really? You just ate all that. But I want to say, okay, made her a sandwich, ham and cheese. Okay, she ate that. Then she finished that. Mom, I'm like, Yes, Amelia. Mama, I'm uh, can I have a treat? I'm like, not right now. You just had all that food. We're gonna wait a little bit. Your belly doesn't hurt. <laughs> so she made she waits maybe half an hour. She goes on me seeing into the pantry because she's smart enough, goes in and gets a snack, sits down. I'm like, what are you eating? She's like, puffs. I'm like, okay. So she's sitting there eating her puffs. Now it's like almost nap time, and she's like, Oh mama, I'm hungry. And I'm like, for what? She's like, Oh, you're eating your pepper. Can I have some pepper? I'm like, oh my God. So I'm <laughs> I'm starving, mind you. I give her part of my pepper. She eats the pepper. I'm like, okay, it's nap time. Oh, no, I want to play. Okay, Amelia, play 10 more minutes. So I let her play 10 more minutes. Oh, mama, I'm so hungry. I'm like, okay. She's like, I just have a little bit of your bar. Now I'm snacking at a bar. She eats my bar. Now she's finally napping. I'm like, oh, my goodness. How much did you just eat? And like, how much, how, what time is it by this point in this, in this timeline? So the timeline is from like 9.30 this morning to about, three this afternoon that is maybe she does have a tapeworm (laughs) (laughs) she is soup to nuts eat 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 every day 24 7 but i tell justin i'm like you know what i try not to complain because there's so many moms who are like my kids just don't eat so i'm like okay i'm trying but it's hard (laughs) nothing chills me to the bone like seeing my 10 year old standing in front of the like pantry door, just like looking through it. Cause I know he's just gonna, you know, decimate a bag of chips or, uh, you know, eat us out of house and home. Uh, yeah. My, when I was a, when I was a kid, you would get like one cup. And if you went and somehow like got another drink out of a different cup, it was like, no, no, no. What are you doing? But I do you know, was it like that for you? Like, even if you had milk in that first cup and you were going to go get juice, they were like, rinse out your milk cup and go put juice in it. But my kids go through like 20 glasses a day and they never know whose drink is what. And it's, I, I swear most of our dishes are just cups and plates because they, they never reuse the same thing. And the struggle is real, right? I, I'm with you. I know. Same. It was like, okay, you, yeah, give me that cup so I can wash it out and give you something else. You had juice in it. Now you can have your milk or whatever it may be. And that's what you're going to have. And it was like, okay. And you didn't have a million cups. And you're right. It's true. It's like, even Amelia, as much as she's only two and a half, it's like she has her little pink sippy cup. And then she has her other cup that has a straw. And then she has, now she has a jug, like a hydro flask, just like me. You have to have, like, Mama, I shit you not. Like, cause she steals mine and I'm breastfeeding. So I'm constantly thirsty. I'm constantly parched because she's drinking out of mine. So we got her her own. So now she has that. So she drinks that and carries other cups around. It's like, 
oh my goodness, how many cups and the flask and everything. It's like, girl, like, <laughs> I can't keep up. What kills me is when my kids will eat a meal and then they'll leave food on their plate. They'll walk away. They'll come back like 10, 15 minutes later. The plate is still on the table. And then they will ask for another kind of food. And I'm like, your plate is right there. You could just finish that ravioli or whatever. And they're like, I don't want that. I want this. Uh, that stuff drives me nuts. Like the yeah. food waste these kids create. Oh, yeah. You could feed you know, households with, ugh. I know. I'm trying to teach Amelia that and she like <laughs> doesn't get it, obviously. I've no. also, she does inhale most of her food. So it's like, okay, well, at least you eat most of it. But sometimes when she doesn't or she doesn't like something, like last night we had salmon and quinoa and green beans. But it's funny because she ate most of the green beans and some of the salmon and then left the quinoa. And it's like most kids, you'd like have to like beg them to eat green beans and she eats them mm. willingly. And mm -hmm. so we're like trying to pick our battles, but we're like, just eat a little bit of it. No, no, no. You know, and I'm like, please. And then it was so funny because Justin went to go throw it out because it was sitting like similar on the table and like she had ran away 15 minutes before and <laughs> she comes back and she's like, no, 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 no. And he's like, what's wrong with me? And she's like, don't throw my dinner away. And he's like, well, I thought you were done. No, 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 no. I come back to it. I'm like, oh my God. Like that's, <laughs> that's her new thing now. She comes back to her plate shortly after and it's like, don't touch it. Don't throw it out. And she says, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, wait, I have a plan. I will come back. To oh my goodness. Yeah. My kids will like get up and wander around or they won't come to, and I'll be like, Hey, your food is here. And then they'll get mad because I'm like telling them that their food is there. But then they also get mad if I tell them to, you know, clear their plate. They're always just mad. So a lot of times I just leave it. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Well, good to know, like, you know, whatever age it is, like food and meals and all that, it's just always a thing, no matter what. <laughs> I think it probably is. I think it probably is. Hey. <laughs> 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 I know. Okay, well. All right. Well, no, noted, noted. All right. Well, I know, I, <laughs> well, I know real mom life, we both have to uh, get back to it, but is there anything else that you would want to share with us or anything that we should be, you know, checking out or looking forward to from Why Mommy Drinks or anything with your comedy? Like, is there anything else that you, I mean, you gave so much goodness here, but is there anything else that you want to leave us with? Anything to tell my moms that are listening? You know, it's the, the stage is yours, my, my doll. <laughs> oh my gosh. I feel like I should sing a song. <laughs> I dreamed a dream. All right. Um, yeah, come check us out. Uh, uh, we're uh, on Instagram, Why Mommy Drinks podcast, um, and I'm Betsy.Stover on Instagram. Uh, come check out IlluminatiImprov.com. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cult, and it's, it's some improv classes. And, uh, and hopefully we'll be doing some shows over there as well, some improv shows uh, free on the internet. And, uh, and I would say that's about it. Yeah, that's it. I love it. And obviously, guys, anywhere you subscribe to this amazing, you know, podcast, you guys just love, go subscribe to her podcast. It's so good. It is so funny. And literally, like, you will find, I guarantee you, at least one episode that resonates with you. I have found so many. And if you want to, you can also check out my episode. I'll put it in the show links. When I was on with Betsy, we had so much fun and laughed and cried so hard. Betsy, you were such an incredible guest and thank you so much for your realness and your honesty and motherhood. It seriously doesn't go unnoticed. Oh, I love you, Allie. Thanks for having me on. 
You're welcome. And cheers till next time, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to Everything with Allie Levine. If you loved this episode, please leave a review, screenshot this episode, tell a friend, tag us on social media, subscribe, tune in weekly for new episodes, and to continuously be uplifted, empowered, and inspired.